Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space, episode 38. Yay! How's it going, gentlemen? Uh, mad props to Indigo for finding the intro music, because that was... All three <laughs> tracks were freaking awesome. You probably won't hear them on the MP3, but hearing it live... No, you definitely won't hear them on the MP3, because they're definitely copywritten. I've never heard the first track. I, I didn't know who did a Wildstar remix. That was freaking awesome. Right? I, 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 I'm going to try to do Wildstar-specific songs on here, but I didn't want to do just, you know, the one the that Jeff... song? Yeah, yeah, the one that Jeff Kurtz has done or, a million times and everyone Jeff loves. Kurnacker. Or just... Yeah, start Kurnacker. Wow, wow. I feel like a dick now. Uh, anyways, that's a great way to start the... the, the <laughs> well, just because you feel like one in R1, we already know there's a difference, but you're both. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome to Strange Tales from Outer Space, where every week we bring you a roundup of the news that was and the news that might be in Wildstar Online. As always, my name is Doc, and I have with me my awesome co-hosts, Indigo. Hey, guys. And Krug. I'm Krug, and for your viewing pleasure, today I will be doing the podcast with no pants. <laughs> What's different than normal? Uh, I normally wear underwear. Oh. Oh. Gotcha. Wait, uh, we're supposed to? Is that against nope. TwitchOS? He, he didn't say supposed to. As long to. as you can't see it, I can talk about it all <laughs> So we can't talk about my raging boner we're having right now. Mm. I mean, we could. Podcast rated hey, MTV. Hey, How's your week? <laughs> <laughs> my week was super awesome. Oh, my uh, God. The listeners aren't going to give an F about anything that I did this week, but I did a cool show with a bunch of really old friends and I taught kids how to do my job, and it was really fun, and they all learned a lot. But like I said, you probably don't care, so I'm going to stop talking now. Um, thanks. Wait, wait, you're, you're, you're doing this with kids? <laughs> yes, high school kids. It's a, like a, it's a, it's a festival-type thing where these kids that are interested in theater, whether it's performing or, or the technical aspect, come to one location, and then a bunch of professionals come in, put on shows for them, and then we help them put on a show of their own. And it's just super, super awesome because they're all they all have the same mindset and it's I want to be better than everyone else in this building. Yeah. But wait, let me get this straight. You, Krug, Krug, are teaching the wave of the future. Yes. Well we're fucked. And and Doc, I'm really good at it. <laughs> actually, to be honest, it's actually really cool. Not gonna lie. Yeah, it's it's super awesome. And the kids were great and and if anybody that I was working with is listening to this, which you're not uh, <laughs> thanks for the great run. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe you got one kid playing. You, if you are listening to us, shut it off right now. Yeah, we didn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pasties, no underwear. I, actually, hmm. I was so surprised. Some of these people I haven't seen in a very long time, and mm-hmm. some of them were talking in the break room, and I walked in, and I was like, I sat down and listened to their conversation. They were talking about League of Legends uh, esports, and I was just like, really? You guys are into League of Legends esports? Welcome to like, the future, oh, motherfuckers! They were watching some like a live stream of it, and they were like, oh yeah, and they picked this, and he's going to harass this person, blah, blah. Oh, and he got first killed, oh, blah, 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 that's going to change the game. Like, Wait, this, this, is, like, this is the staff? You guys are big and, bigger, as big of nerds as me? That's not what I expected at all. And so this, we sat there and talked about This is about the kids of the staff. No, this is the staff. The, the other people. I want to work for this place. Yeah, feel, you should. I don't feel right. bored and annoyed anymore. Anyway, uh, Indigo, how was your week? Um, my in my week was great. I hit fifty. What? Ding. And uh, uh, which was awesome because uh, and and I'll I'll let Doc uh, have this because he was so excited about it today when we were, we were playing. So I'll, I'll let it for him. Um, <laughs> I uh, what else? Oh, I had family in town. Um, my uh, girlfriend's sister was in town, and um, so that was a lot of fun. And then uh, we did Tough Mudder yesterday, which I know I've been posting a, a bunch about. Which you, is you like need a, to make a small addendum to one of those words you just made. 
I, 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 well, get there. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, what was going to say? Uh, Tough Mudder, which was 10 mi- 10.2 miles, 21 obstacles involving electroshock, ice water that was 34.2 degrees. You volunteer for this. Uh, I don't volunteer. I pay to do this. There is a difference. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> not, not only do I agree to do it, but I, I, I go, hey, here is money. Take money. And away. you conned me into joining you for the next one. Yep. God yep. damn it. Anyway, um, it's a ton of fun. Um, oh, uh, I totally forgot. Uh, I also proposed to my girlfriend. Uh, Let's just bury the lead here. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> I was like, how did you not start with that? That's like, how was my week? Well, uh, I'm boned for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> or getting, but either way. <laughs> well, no, it was so funny because, like, uh, we had been talking about marriage for a while. You know, we've been together for, like, four years, I want to say. And so we've been we've we've been talking about it a little bit. And she's like, well, whatever you do, just don't do it in a public place. I don't want our friends around. Uh, you know, I don't want cameras. And I, and I So what a her. better place to do it. At Tough Mudder with your team. <laughs> Story. So, so I literally looked at her. I looked at her and I went, "You're not getting any of that." <laughs> Good to know. This relationship starts off on the right foot. Yeah, I, I, I flat out told her, "I was like, you're not getting any of that. Just, just, just so you know, uh, we're. It's going to be in public. It's going to be with friends around us, and there's going to be cameras. Because let's be honest, uh, if I if it's not on camera, not only will my mother kill me, but your mother will kill me. <laughs> That's a valid point, actually. Yeah. So I, I, I was really upset because I was working the show and I didn't get a go. I wanted to go and like watch it happen but fortunately somebody from work has it on video so i'm gonna watch it on monday the the best part is is uh so i just finished one of the obstacles where i get dunked into water uh and then i walk over and she's like oh how was it how was it and i was like well uh i have i have a more important question and i grab uh the box out of my backpack that i've i carried the box with me the wedding ring with me the whole run and i i I came out and i was like oh i have a better question she goes no no. <laughs> That's what you want to hear, really. And, and I get on my knee, and she goes, "You're an asshole." <laughs> Will and you make my life miserable like you're, I'm doing to you right now for yeah. the rest of my life? So <laughs> she takes the ring and says yes, and then she looks around. And she goes, "Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? You're you're an asshole. You're an asshole. <laughs> Fuck you." It was best. Anyways, anyways, that was enough about me. Enough about me. Uh, Doc. Uh, how was your week? And I just want to add one more thing. That's how we know you're meant to be together. <laughs> yeah. When the no's aren't actually related to the question at hand, it's just related to the fact that you... Nah. Anyway. Right. Uh, my week was summarily less interesting than both of your weeks. I just worked. I worked, I worked, I worked. Uh, I'm only really doing it to supplement my gaming habit. It's pretty much what it is. Uh, <laughs> I, I've been wor- making it a progress. It's called gaming. I just want everybody to know that. <laughs> I've been making it a a, uh, a what's it called a priority to do more than just going to the gym. So I'm starting to do weekly bike runs through LA with a few oh, friends awesome. of mine, and uh, I've been making progress through the LA River area. We've been biking 12 to 15 miles every week, averaging t- like we're going like 15 15 miles an hour ish and burning a ton of calories. And LA River is actually really pretty when it's not bone dry when you're not swallowing a mouthful of bugs. Oh, yeah. It's gross as shit, but thanks for sharing. It's still a pretty place to do it. But other than that, I mean, I've lost like 25 pounds roughly since the beginning of the year, which is really, really cool. And then today... Congratulations, man. Thank you very much. I've been making it a progress. Like, screw your diets. I'm just going to keep working at it. But more fun than any of that was today I decided to hang out online while I had time before we did the show with with Indigo. 
And he's like, dude, what, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm PvPing. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, just one game? Like, no, no, no. Just, like, hop on. So I hop on. We, we, we group up. And I'm thinking, oh, okay. It actually says 10, 12 minutes again. Like, it always does. He goes, no, it doesn't. Pretty much the moment he said it, that's not the case, boom, we queued. And then, boom, we queued again. And then, boom, we queued again. We got, like, four or five games in an hour. Yeah. Or in an hour and a half or two hours. It, it was, was like, great. five, six-minute queues. It was amazing on a random Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it was It was really, really awesome. And uh, it was great because we were able to go over. I totally forgot this, and I feel like a total nub for it. But uh, I went over and bought our, our blues with gold. So we, we went in there. I was, like, PvPing without any sort of gear on. I was just running. I was like, oh, I'll be cool, but. That's when it's old school. You're like, I have to get prestige for it. No, you don't. You actually have to buy it. <gasps> yeah. Be right back. So, yeah, Doc, Doc goes, oh, yeah, you, you can buy it. And I was like, oh, yeah. So ran down, bought, bought my blues, and then we hopped in and started PvPing it. I think we, we got you're, – you're saving up for your weapon, which is the most expensive one. But I yeah. think I got two pieces out of it, which was awesome. Yeah, I almost got my, my first purple weapon for it, which is really cool. I prefer going for the weapon first because it's the biggest piece. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. after that, it, you have a, such a big spike in your DPS and your survivability that I think it's worth it. Yeah, it's a pretty awesome. Yeah. So this week in Wildstar, in the Strange Tales of the Week, there are a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. It's going to be a nice and relaxing podcast. It might even be a short podcast. We will see. Uh, but first and foremost, in the lighthearted news in the week, after we got all that insane drop info from. Uh, Invasion Nexus and all the deep dives are starting to come out. People have been saying, I'm coming back to the game. I don't want to pay anymore. So how do I not pay it? So everyone just says, well, get cred. To which the newer players say, I don't know what cred is. Some of the older players say, I can't afford cred. And some people just keep saying, no, 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 was that even I've English? Heard, yeah, it was. I've actually seen that post in the forums. <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> Verbatim. So, uh, I believe... I think it was... I think it was... Because you said it was... But I think it was... It was just a bunch of gibberish about <laughs> anyway, how... This blah, is blah, why blah. no one listens to us. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a we hit 16,000 views, so that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what they did was... Well, sorry, I believe they're European... Um, Never mind. Yeah, they're uh, a UK yeah, channel said, hey, we're going to give you a small sample videos of how to earn cred in game. So spread that around to your friends. And if you still haven't bought cred yourself, it's quite awesome. I might be getting another one myself for the first time in a long time. Just there are ways to continue your game without needing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Who'd have thought? So ready for speculation? Speculation, I'm- go. Uh, I have a question. Why is the video unlisted and why are comments disabled? Uh, why do you think? I have no idea. Why is the video unlisted? That makes no sense whatsoever. Unlisted uh, video is one thing. That's kind of odd, yeah. Uh, that probably an accident, to be completely honest with you. Really? You think so? You think they let accidents like that happen? I call shenanigans. I think the I, I video mean, just came I mean, out, too. What? I think the video was a recent uh, video, too. Yeah, I mean, it, trust me, as someone that runs our YouTube... December 3rd. Someone that runs our YouTube... Shit like that happens all the time. Yeah, but <laughs> just bad at stuff. <laughs> As for the comments being disabled, well, okay, that that's you don't really need to speculate about that. But I mean, we did just quote it directly. That's all the whole podcast, everybody. Doc, you need to find a way to title the podcast. Anyway, sorry. 
we have very we have very obvious feelings towards some of the people. Um, yep. And it's not even the people themselves. It's just that one comment they always make. Yeah. So yeah. It, before someone gets mad at us, we're not mad at you. We're just mad at something you're saying. We still love you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Let me retract. You're an idiot. The... But what you're saying <laughs> is idiotic. Sounds <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> no, that's not our. That's not the actual. That's not the truth. The, the, we don't have a problem with people wanting a game to go free to play. The, at least, okay, let me speak for myself. I don't have a problem with people wanting a, a game to go free to play. But when somebody makes that, like, the the pinnacle of their discussion in every single dis- like, okay, how is this raid boss doing? And then they hop into the thread and say, well, that raid boss would be way better if the game was free to play. Like, yeah, something completely what? substantial. No, no, that's not actually how that works. So you can super go fuck yourself. Uh, it, it's It's not... It's not the idea, it's how they relay the idea and, like, how they argue against people that, that have opposing ideas. They don't kind of, like, look at the other perspective. There's kind of, this is my perspective. And it's not, it has nothing to do with Wildstar, it has nothing to do with the, the opinion itself. It's just how they, they relay it to people. And I hate people like that. Yeah. Just across the board. Sorry, it's, it's been getting to, I think, each of us at, at one point in time yeah. lately. And, uh yeah. We'll, have, we'll probably have more to say about it a little later. As we, as again, we can go, we can go to, into it during the chit chat section. I yeah, think we'll we'll see. Since I mean, we don't have a tremendous amount to go over this week, I think yeah. it'll be fine to yeah. we'll do it. So next up in our agenda, someone decided on PTR that we've got a ton of pieces in housing, a ton of really cool skate park pieces, and yet I haven't seen a single skate park video. So someone decided to. I have the, the link over here, and we turn down my volume so I don't have it in the chat. Turn uh, down for what? I already posted it. You're good. I don't, I don't speak French, unfortunately, uh, so I don't know who this is, but Idestina uh, on YouTube has a PTR preview of essentially an underground hover park, mm-hmm. which looks like it's part Ninja Turtles and part Wildstar, which is really, really cool. It looks like the sewer pipes from New York. Or, or it could just be green. I, I mean... <laughs> but I was watching this going like, I, it's like the yeah, Ninja Turtles. Like it, racist, Doc. It's like the, <laughs> the Ninja Turtles are racist? Tur- yeah. I'm confused here. Anyway, speciesist. Specia. It's got grind rails. I never thought about having grind rails in a skate park. That's really cool. I gotta admit. Well, that's why you're not a skate park designer. But that's I mean, I think one of the reasons why you're not seeing a tremendous amount of this is because all of this is still on PTR, and I don't think a lot of people are I, like I don't think people are spending a tremendous amount of time in PTR that's building houses because you know it gets wiped. Oh so, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. There's no way that you want to like create this beautiful work of art and then just be like, oh, it's gone, next. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I I think it's great that they decided to do this because they definitely spent a tremendous amount of time working on yeah. it. They're aligned really well. Yeah, uh, but, I mean, I, I get why we're not seeing a lot of it. And so, yeah. God damn what you, you, Moose. God damn you. What? <laughs> Moose is in our chat. What did he say? Oh, no. He has a link. Q times. Oh, I have to cut this part out of the audio, but that was too good. For those of you listening to the audio portion of this podcast, one of our (laughs) listeners and friends posted uh, a photo of our Q Times logo, and then right underneath it, (laughs) which is the funniest thing ever. It's general frustration, the three of us. Look, you don't have to agree with our opinion, but since we have the microphones, that's our opinion we're making right now, as always. Is our opinion Herjabur? Because that's all. Yeah, my, that is my, my opinion, opinion for everything. My opinion about Wildstar going free to play is Herjabur. 
Anyways. Anyway. I, this isn't the even a news part. Fun fact, that's how Indigo proposed to his girlfriend. Actually, just said, Giger. And she said, oh, okay. So I don't know about you guys, but have you been seeing this uptake, uptick even more than lately about guilds that are showing their progress online, just either through Reddit or through Twitch or through Twitter or through the forums saying, hey, we're downing this part of GA, we're downing this part of Datascape. Like, guilds are going three of nine now, four of nine in Datascape. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of, uh, I've been seeing a lot of progress. And it, it, for some reason, I've also been seeing an uptick in people saying that no guilds can get into the content. Which is like it's it's going up. You feel like it's going up, right? I yeah. feel I feel like guilds are actively working again towards getting people in, but I think we're gonna run into the same issue we had before where the guilds are up and running, but the not everybody in the guild is ready to go. Like sure. not everyone's right. attuned again. So this could be something that will be an issue in the next few months as we get more and more players coming into the game, the attunement process will create a stopgap, which will create more discussion on the forums. And and I feel at this point, like I said before, my, my view of it is, is changing. It's starting to feel a little more and more artificial. But that's just me. But we also don't have multiple difficulties of the raid. So some some games have gotten around it by doing that. Like, hey, we'll take away attunement, but we're going to actually make your raid various difficulties. So those of you guys just want to cruise sure. through it and see the cool content and say you did it, here you go. But your rewards and your time spent and your effort given will be much weaker than yeah, those actually- who put the effort into it. Not a horrible idea, because I think some people want to get into writing just to hear the story or, like, to see the cutscenes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, to, like, read what the characters actually have to say instead of just reading a synopsis saying, this is what happens at the end of this raid, yay! I, Jacob, I think it would be nice Jacob? to give them an option to, to do that without having to get so many people together and blah, 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 blah. What do you think, Indigo? Is it something that, I mean, mm. I brought it up again, what do you think about the idea of attunement? It will create a bottleneck in the next few months. Uh, I I have very strong f- opinions about attunement, um, which is I don't like it. Uh, I, it's not that I don't necessarily feel that it is necessary, but again, we've been, to do it. No, no, uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, there's an argument to be said. Oh, well, you guys haven't done any genetic archives or datascape yes so of course you'd be against attunement like i had that discussion with somebody it was a very civil conversation it was like oh you there's kind of a point there uh, i mean part of it is me bitching saying i want to get into genetic archive but i'm not good enough and part of it is like guys i work 40 hours a week and i'm doing this podcast for the love of it and i really want to get in there and go back to the podcast and tell people about these changes they make to datascape so those of them who are getting ready for raids or in the raids know there's things happening like i can't personally go to youtube or to youtube or the people that listen to us and safely say hey there's been changes to the wings you know this is the reason why right because i don't know what the hell's going on from first-hand experience for whatever that's worth if we if they did go the route of making a weaker raid for people that haven't attuned just to kind of get the lore out there and stuff like that it wouldn't really be useful for us to go over the changes because we would still be in that lower tier of raid. So, like, the yeah. people who are actually looking to hear the changes would just be like, I don't give an F, that's not the real raid. Like, I don't know. If, those if, changes don't help me. If we had multiple tiers of raiding, personally, I would make it more of a goal to do the higher tier. That's now, just me. I, I know that they have touched just on this very specific question multiple times, which is they do not want to do 
two different tiers. This is when they were talking about the 40 man versus the 20 man, which is they don't want to do two different tiers and having to deal with the two different levels of um, difficulties and having to do that when they could turn around and uh, be putting more content out. <laughs> I like True. that Krug. Krug's like, I'm going to sneak away. Oh, please tell me you're wearing pants. Quietly. Okay, because you're wearing pants. <laughs> no, you're not getting away that easily. <laughs> um, no, so uh, no, what I, I know that they're talking about the difficulty thing being difficult for them to create and that postponing additional content. I think that they need to keep pushing content out, especially once. Okay, and we're, we're going to touch on the free to play stuff. And I wait, no, 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 but no, actually, how, no, how no, no, this? hold how, on, hold, mm-hmm. no, no, no. This it's a legitimate statement. Okay, um, they're pushing. They're they're by them working on having two different tiers of difficulty on a raid postpones additional content being put out for the game, which. Uh, by postponing that content, it makes them weaker against their component uh, opponents. Sorry, not components, opponents. So the thing that they have in uh, an advantage than anyone else does, which is constant updates on a regular basis, not just uh, fixes and patches and bug fixes, but legitimate added additions to content that is being created. And postponing that makes their strength even weaker. Yeah, I think they marketed really heavily on we're going to constantly update this game and you're yeah. not going to have to wait a year, two years or whatever, however long. Wow. Sorry to make the comparison as no. usual, but it's, it's the a comparison is always at. So people yeah, like dismiss yeah. it. Oh, you can't compare it to X game. It's, it's you dumb. absolutely can um, so yeah, the, the not having to wait thing was a big part of what they were trying to, how they were trying to sell the game and removing that removes not all of the appeal of the game. Like the combat system's still awesome. The art style's still great. The community for the most part is wonderful. Uh, but that was a huge part of it. That was a huge part of, of the, the reason I was into this game because I don't like grinding dailies. I don't like doing the same thing over and over again just to get that, gold number higher that you know xp number higher whatever currency we're talking about yeah. and and this is why this game appealed to me from the beginning yeah one of the reasons and i i'm and moose uh pointed out the protostar games and and i think he's making reference to that there's two different tiers to that and uh if you've played both of them uh you know that they aren't the same like, oh no at, sure. at, at all they yeah. have the same name but they are legitimately two completely Co- yeah, different the instances are not the same at all that it's it may, literally may as well be too as, as long as they produce content like that in the future i think Thanks. that'd be fine and i'm curious yeah. to see what happens when they come up with their next raid tier what's mm-hmm. going to happen to the current raid tier if they decide to keep that attunement for it that'll mm-hmm. be very interesting to see because theoretically if you don't do the first rate of tiering um first you're kind of at a disadvantage you said the, the first rate of tiering which was hilarious oh the, the first sorry let me reiterate that if you didn't do the first tier of rating there you go. And you don't do the boss in the box, because the boss in the box isn't really up to uh, data escape standards from what we've been hearing so far, rumors on the PTR. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. at a severe disadvantage for a tier two. So is it worth it to... Uh, we're just all wild speculation. Yeah. But is it still worth it to just go right into tier two rating and say, okay, forget it. I'm going to be really gimped for a while, but when I get geared up, I'm going to be skyrocketing past people in terms of gear and catch up real quickly, because I don't want to do the attunement for the old stuff again. Yeah, I mean... Um... I, I'm yeah. I'm curious of how they're going to do with attunement as as a whole. Maybe it's like, oh, maybe when the, ah, here you go. I got a great idea. So maybe the attunement is only it's the same attunement across the board, 
but the attunement only takes place for the newest raid. So, for example, none of us has com- have completed the attunement. But once the next tier of raiding comes out, that attunement now moves over, and the old raid now is accessible by any player at level 50. That'd be hmm. interesting. I'd try that. Because I, yeah, at, at, that point, at that point, it is continuing new content and keeping that attunement process. And maybe that's what it's there for, is saying, hey, this is for those who want to work hard and see the newest, best, hardest content that's out there. And the- you have to go through this long process. If you're willing to wait, then you wait and you can see it once, you know, you know, after a couple months or however, you know, after a couple drops, I should say. Sure. Maybe yeah, like I, a I, drop. I think if it delayed too long, it would be kind of frustrating until the backlog kind of caught up with itself. So it's going to be some. Let's delay three drops. It's like a year. No, 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 no. I'm saying each each drop of raid. So they're only they're not doing a new raid each. Oh, 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 oh. Sure, sure, sure. The next every every time there's a new raid, tier three comes out. The the old new one. Does that make any sense? So basically, what he's saying when tier two comes out, the old new one goes to the public, and then the new new one is for the attuned folks. Yes, that'd be interesting because honestly, by then the attunement becomes far more trivial because you'll be geared so substantially better Mm -hmm. that say you get to tier three rating. Oh, the attunement for tier three, you got to do the bronze age for for dungeons. (laughs) Okay, yeah, sure, I'll bring my tier two rating gear in, and we'll just blow through it. (laughs) Done and done. I'm curious if this was, wasn't their plan too. from the beginning, to be honest with you, because the whole gold attunement, stuff like that, this this puts a barrier on that content, but this allows them to see that raid content later. It's it's like the person that's not willing to buy the brand new CD player when it comes out for $500, but, you know, a couple years down the line when the when when Walkmans are starting to come out and they're way cheaper, you buy it for, you know, 35 bucks. You know what I mean? Like... I'm I'm curious if that's their original plan. Were City players ever five hundred dollars? Yeah. God, yes. Really? Oh yeah. These are old, dude. <laughs> we are old. We are getting. The sad part is we're saying that as we're like in our mid to late twenties. It's sad to say we're getting old. My my daughter yeah. tried to touch my computer screen the first time I showed it to her at the age of like four because <laughs> she thought my screen was a touch screen. I had to explain to a four year old, no, or three year old, because she was using my phone. And she like watches me game, and she has this quizzical look on her face, like, "Why are you playing with that toy? What is? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, can't you just touch the thing and it happens?" Anyway, let's That's move on. To, let's move on to the next strange tale of the week. And this time, we know that operate or Invasion Nexus is definitely in a full tilt. We're running towards it. We don't know when it's coming out exactly, but the the deep dives are coming. And this time, customization is the case. If you've been listening to us for the past few episodes. And the customization deep dive will not be a big deal to you. Uh, it's a, But this link and all this information, the teaser trailer for it all is great to tell your friends because this is where they first officially announce companion pets is what they're calling them. And there's like 50 or some odd pets for just, almost every zone. Just saying, just saying, not wait, wait, wait. not 50 for each zone. No, 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 like overall. But there's yeah. some from each zone, some from... Yeah. There's two you can get that are honestly two of the coolest already. You get just through doing ship hands and dungeons. You get them through your elder gem vendor, and uh, I'm just gonna say it's the renown renown vendor. Sorry, renown vendor. Uh, you can get them from renown, renown vendor. One of which makes Tony Ray very very happy. Which we might have to have a train of them when it com- when it comes out, just to show our appreciation for all that awesomeness. <laughs> uh, you, Isn't I mean, the indigo pet? Uh, no, no. 
I'm gonna buy the indigo pet and then go and stand and fire. <laughs> <laughs> but the ones they're teasing already, a freaking lop pet. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Weird. Mul- Weren't we talking about how weird that was? Yeah. And technically, it's indentured servitude, but still. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. no, it's it's straight up slavery. Don't <laughs> sugarcoat it, dude. No, no, no. They're your friends. That's why they're calling them companion. They're pets. your friends that you can summon whenever you want and have stay with you for Look, as long as you want. There's so many different types of Elmos. There's one for everybody. Wow. You had to bring the freaking wow. Elmos back, didn't you? God wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I said, I love the post. I hate the name, but now I can't get it on my wonderful. head. Hold on, Everything hold on. but the Elmos. So so here, here's the thing. What what was the official name of it? They said Companion, companion Pets. Pets. Which is, by the way, also a horrible name. Yes. It's way yes. too long. Very, very maybe, unwild star name. Maybe that's different than Combat Pets. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I thought the same thing when I saw oh, that line. I'm like, why would you differentiate companion? <gasps> differentiation there if they're not going to add something else. Exactly. Mm. But on, on top of that... On. I have mm-hmm. to read the like paragraphs again and look for... Th- yeah, it does say companion pets. It's companion pets. They have 54 to start off with an invasion nexus. Everything from Rousedower over in... Like, genetically enhanced Rousedower over in Grim Vault. The talking veggies everyone really loves from the uh, from the exile starting zone. Pets you can get. Spiders. Hatch, uh, Scorchwing's Hatchling if you take them down, Augmented Spiders, Buzzbees, Skeech, like all sorts of awesome, awesome pets. Even even the, what's it called? The Dynamite uh, Sklurgs, the little like slug-looking mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. With, with, with like Dynamite hat on the back. It looks really, really cool. And then we already talked a lot of that stuff. And the Chop Shop is officially declared. It is coming in. Invasion Nexus. And obviously... You can the hollow wardrobe, I should say. The hollow wardrobe, not the I was chop shop. The chop shop was my 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 apologies That's reading old. something else. So the hollow wardrobe, you don't need the stylus anymore. To do change your wardrobe. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. No, oh my god. A ton better. Yeah. Yes. And and you don't have to actually physically put the item in the wardrobe anymore. You get the item back. So you don't have to like lose an item in order to keep it in your costume slot. So which is much free way bag space. Better. Which is so much free bag okay. Space. It's okay. So the reason why I say this is because I kind of use the hollow wardrobe as a means to hold <laughs> gear. That's why you're they're changing that change. <laughs> That's why they make that change. Because, because it's my so bags easy to abuse are it. constantly full. That's absolutely not why they made that change. At least I don't think. First of all, I'm pretty sure when you put something in the hollow wardrobe, the item gets mailed back to you. So it's in your mail. You don't put – it doesn't go in your inventory again. Also – you can still use it to store stuff. It's just going to be stored in your mail. Second of all, the reason I think they made this change is so I have this cool, sick costume hat, but I have four different costumes that need that hat in order to be complete. I can't get that hat again because it's rare or expensive. Or it's How only from a specific drop. But we, we have so clarification on that. Every time you want to put that hat on a different costume, oh, Doc, yourself. I think Doc has we an have clarification somewhere in chat. That says, I'm going to keep rambling. Oh my when gosh, you use the, the item in your hollow wardrobe, it goes back to your bag. So it doesn't get sent to you. You can still sell it, but the skin stays in the wardrobe until you get rid of it in in the wardrobe as well. And you're and you're able to have up to like what was it twenty nine or something like that costume items. I thought it was still like nine or ten slots. Okay, I'm gonna read. No, 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 not slots. As in total costume items. Oh, okay, yeah. And on top of that, we're going back to the pets. Pass. There's three different loft pets. Just wanted to say. So you have three different slaves. Anyway, continue. 
Wow. <laughs> Creepy and rude. Uh, I'm going to read you a direct <laughs> quote from this post uh, on wildstaronline.com, which is the name of the website that is uh, for the company that makes the game that we play that we're talking about right now. It says, first, you'll no longer need to store physical items in costume slots. Any items current? Oh, any items currently? Never mind. Because it's a holographic wardrobe. The name makes sense. Everything Krug has said this entire podcast. Also, um, Moose needs to start writing our show notes because he keeps correcting us. Uh, 250 items apparently is, is is the limit. He's actually spent time on the PTR researching this, though. We haven't had time any. I've gone on PTR quite a bit. I'd go on PTR and using this, but it didn't work. No, it's still so, kind of broken. Yeah. Well, I don't know yeah. if it's working at the moment, but it was broken when I used it yeah. last. Yeah. It looks pretty, though. That's it, something I'll say. It looks pretty, oh, and I really like the colors. I like the color system where instead oh, of the, each so individual easier. square, it's giving you a bar a of what – Oh, I love that. Swatch uh, with the name right on top of it. There you go. This is what we're talking about on the podcast. The size of the color swatches in the costume window. Look, that's it's, that's how it's well called the game quality is of life. <laughs> it's called quality of life. That's what makes yeah, the no, game no, – no, no. it's not the I'm overall right picture. You. I'm right with you. Dude, don't trust me. Something I will say that is kind of disappointing for me. I thought that as they move forward with the interface, they were going to start revamping the interface in order to look more like the UI. Uh, so like the HUD. Mm-hmm. Uh, the HUD is kind of blue and like sleek and like futuristic looking, but the interface still kind of has that like brown stone slash weird. Yeah, it's kind of odd. Color. And it just, they just don't fit to me. And I thought they were going to start redoing that, but this screen still kind of shows the old border for the window, which is not what I hoped to see. But it's, it's weirdly awkward. Yeah. Yeah, they can put that on the back burner for all I care. It's not going to bother I, I honestly think that that whole change will be a large drop of changes versus small incremental. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're probably like right. visual visuals are kind of one of those things where you just drop them all versus like sure here you go. I mean, like the fixes that they've There's made one window on, that we revamped. Boop. Yeah, it, exactly. It's it's servers will be down for twelve hours to revamp this one window <laughs> that yeah. none of you use because you use add-ons. Anyway, I mean, let's move I on. Mean, they, I, Well, the reason I want to move on because this is a little bit of an opinions part and I want to get your ideas on this. There's rumors, non-substantiated links, but rumors that have been going around that seem like it's becoming very interesting to talk about. There's rumors of rumors, rumors, rumors of housing getting more feature love in Drop 6. Not just more items. We already are getting more items, but legitimately features. Will I get to fly around? Will I get to have a level floor? That's the thing. <laughs> All the... <laughs> you would think that would have been an, a, a, like a launch option, right? Anyway. Yeah. Well, the... no, floors wasn't an option in, the, in, in launch. But remember? a level floor. No, no, he's saying it should have been a uh, launch option. Should have option. been, yeah. Should have been. To, to have the terrain just be smooth so that you can put things on the ground without having a little hail of grass poke through them. The most annoying thing. Ding the world. <laughs> like I said, there's no links to back it up, but apparently there's been rumors spreading around that someone at Carbine, there's no name on it at all either, that uh, they're talking about Drop 6 getting more feature love for housing. It's Pappy Ray. <laughs> Pappy Ray. Or, Pappy or, Ray or, is Tony or, Ray and Pappy's love child that they keep hitting in, hidden in the basement of Carbine. And all the rumors that ever come out of Carbine come from Pappy Ray. Pappy Ray produces all their videos. We don't know why. Or Tidium. Yeah. Uh, so that's, it's Pappy Ray. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, uh, I was just speaking. What do we? What do you guys think about this? Uh, I still, I agree with Jacob. It's got to be indigo. There's got to be some way. Uh, it's hot. 
hot as balls. I, I, I didn't say anything. You're the <laughs> Nobody one said anything. That, you should have uh, just kept going. That happens uh, all the time, and we just keep going. You I know. Going. I know. It's just legitimately hot here. It's like, anyway. Um, hot in here. So uh, hang up all your clothes. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> There's got to be something more than just simply, we're going to throw in the option to have a level floor. I don't think that's going to be enough for housing. Uh, I really do think, no, like Enzo said, there has to be a way to view. I, I'm going to say flying. I'm going to say you're going to get, you're going to, they're going to add one more thing. Ooh. Oh, hold on, hold on. Listen. They're going to, you know how you, they've got the little hollow guy that's on your, on the deck right now where mm-hmm. you can talk to him and buy stuff. They're going to add one to the, to the right side of that entrance. That's a different hollow guy. That's like, Hey, uh, take, Do you want to fly? No, no, no. <laughs> you know, the little cameras that they have that like yeah. follow, uh, Artemis Zims and yeah. stuff like that. You take control of it. That's and you all fly I really around want. your area and are able to make changes to your plot with the little camera bot. Just saying. I, I, and, I and think not- that would be a great feature, and I think it's totally okay that you want that. Why do you think it's coming though? Oh, I don't. I, oh no, no. It's, it's what no- I would hope would come. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. What we think is coming. No, 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 no. I, well, the thing is, is uh, flip the tape. Also, what do you think about the fact that people have been asking for it, but there's never been a uh, a official word from Carbine about group housing plots. So right now you have roommates and there has been uh, conver- there has been conversation. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah, huh. But not just that, but like guild housing. They have also talked about that. When? They said what, what the same conversation where they talked about uh group housing, they said we're I not going to have Don't quote me directly. I'm pretty sure they said they're not going to have group house or they're not going to have guild housing, but they will have group housing. Still cool. I think that's what they said. But here, here's the thing with that statement is you if you're going to be able to choose your neighbors, why are you pointing a laser pen? Remember, unsubstantiated rumor time. No, no, so no, no. Take no. All the grain I, of salt people pointing listening. a laser into his camera. Oh, I know. But, but his, we're just saying no, stuff no, that no. has no nothing to back it up right now. We're no, just no, talking no, about rumors. Okay. This is pure speculation, something that I do amazingly. Um, oh, let's, yeah. let's, you also let's, brag amazingly. Just saying. Douche. Douche. Way to derail that conversation completely. He was bragging. Anyways, God, I should I shouldn't be the adult out of the three of us. All right, <laughs> that's, that's well. Now you're getting married, so you have to be. We're training you. You have to be. The hold, on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, I think still is. Just saying. <laughs> 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 Sorry, sorry for everyone that's watching. That is an outside long story. That's a it's a great it's a great joke too. But anyway, unsubstantiated rumors. I'm I'm being the adult here. All right. Um. So housing. So housing plots. They're not going to just randomly go. Hey, five random players here. You're now on a on a neighborhood together. You're going to be able to choose your neighbors. I think. So. If they, you can't, that would be dumb. Exactly. So if you can choose your neighbors, then technically that would be guild housing. Yeah, but it's not like it, – so from what I understand, the way guild housing worked was you had the guild leadership and the guild leadership were the ones that kind of created the way everything was laid out. Mm-hmm. And then the guild members who could you know consume services at the guild house but they couldn't like modify anything. From what I understand, group housing doesn't – it. Not from what I understand. The way I speculate group housing to behave is that everybody's going to have the same level of permissions for that house. Or maybe the permissions will be separated by, like, who placed it. Yeah, head of house and that kind of stuff. Yeah, for example, like, 
there's this big, huge plot of land, but it's sectioned off into separate little instances, or not instances, separate little mini plots. So I have, like, the top corner, and Indigo has the bottom corner, and Doc has, like, the left top corner. You know what I mean? All so I it's know not, is... It's that'll... one big plot where we all can collaborate on something, but we don't have the ability to, like, destroy each other's stuff. No one of us is above the rest of us. Yeah, and as Moose has already corrected us, he says, also, don't forget the five-player housing lot, uh, lots and guild towns. So that has been something that has been teased a while so um, something that Moose brought up to me, we were talking a way back because we were talking about neighbors and he was kind of like, meh, whatever. But we, the thing we were talking about is if you can neighbor your uh, alt. So like you have – I have Indigo Jones and then I have Indigo Jones and then I have Indigo, Indigo Jones and Indigo Jones and Indigo Jones. So, so if, if I am able to make my neighborhood out of my alts and I have individual control either, over each plot but someone could walk through all of them – you could legitimately make some amazing yeah. housing plots yeah. by using. It's a freaking cityscape. Yeah, yeah, I think. Or a nice. complex. Yeah. Kelzam, this is the challenge gauntlet. I have dropped it. <laughs> Feel free to pick it up when Drop a City comes out, assuming any of these changes actually happen. I mean, you could literally <laughs> tell a story through something like this. Like, role what players about- would have a field day with this because you could literally progress sure. through a campaign on, your, on, on housing. Have either of you guys played Minecraft? Yes. Yes. Have you played like the custom maps that people make in Minecraft? I haven't. I okay. honestly played Minecraft for like a week, and I realized that that kind of I, game, like City, Mine- you're not for me. I I played Minecraft substantially, but I've never played other play- people's maps. I've always just liked the exploration and building aspect. Sure. Of it. So people make maps, and Minecraft has like mechanics in place so that you can write really simple code yeah. that executes different actions. So it would be really interesting if they implemented something like that in Wildstar, where you can kind of like literally make a mini game within your game with like interact with this NPC and he'll tell you to go do something. And then once you do something over here, you can come back to the NPC and he'll give you this and blah, 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 blah. And you can keep going around and then you get to like a boss fight and kill the boss. Like kind of design your own instance based things. Wouldn't that be interesting? It'd be really cool actually. I would totally like to see that. And you can like customize the stats of everything. Like this boss, I'm just going to give it 5 million more health. This is going to be a super out. Like I'm going to give it 25 billion health. I don't care. This is a 70 man raid boss. Come at me, bro. I think that'd be fun. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see like customizable challenges that, that players could make for other players. That'd be kind of cool. Imagine, oh my god, imagine multiple racetracks running through five minutes. So, uh, I, <laughs> hold on, hold on. so other games actually do that currently, but not yeah. on housing plots. So uh, not only does uh, Minecraft do it, but Neverwinter Nights also does it. Does it really? Like, I want to say... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to play Neverwinter Nights. I want to say, like, 90% of the current uh, content in that game is all all player-generated. I made a Neverwinter Nights map. It was really fun. Yeah, I had, like, a player base of, like, 15 people for, like, two years. It was really fun. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, (laughs) Neverwinter Nights Online is, like, all player-based content. They had the basic premise behind the game and then they turned around and made all of these like instances that you could go and do and you would report back and you get credit for doing it they had yeah. people did like so um, what we're saying is carbine should pull a page out of blizzard's book and, and look at everybody else, else and steal from everybody else absolutely ah yeah yeah as long as good ideas that's what the industry is about right yeah that's what every industry is about good steal artists good borrow ideas. great artists steal and this is the thing said by is Banksy. If, if 
if they do this, if they do this, the content that they release will increase substantially because it will it won't just be the small studio working on it. It will be hundreds of thousands of people if interested will be creating this content, which Absolutely. I think now, is speaking awesome. of create uh, player created content. I know we talk a lot a lot about Fade Fest 2, the Festening, and all the other really cool stuff that happens on NA side. Mm-hmm. EU kind of gets a lack of love, and we do have EU listeners. And I wanted to show you guys this thing, and to show the uh, community this thing, because EU is not dead, first and foremost. And uh, it looks like Safira on the forums... <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, we're doing my throat. We're we are actually going to do a Lice Tiles of Nexus Jabbit Edition. So, drop four. They're doing another uh, edition of Lice Tiles of Jabbit. And Nihilism Theory is again running the life. You're doing that voice. Yeah, all right. that's weird. It's, it's like lifestyles of the rich and famous, but for Wildstar. Anyway, Nihilism Theory is again running the Lifestyles of Nexus housing competition. This is a quote. Competition is a chance to show off your hard work and awesomeness to everyone else on the server. Honestly, housing competitions are getting much more interesting and much more intricate and much more crazy. And what they're saying is, if you want to compete and you're in EU, you're on Jabbit server, here's your shot. They're going to do Exile and Dominion. So you don't feel left out. And you have, if you wish to join up on this, it's for Drop 4, so currently it's for this uh, Proto Games initiative. If you're interested, please post the following information by the 14th of, sorry, 18th of April. So obviously your faction, your name, the name of your plot, uh, whether you want to give judges a tour, which, or not, which they try to accommodate to, and then tell you, then, you know, tell us about your plot kind of stuff. And what they're going to do is after the 20th, the judges are going to visit their plots, and they're going to vote on the best overall, best theme, best indoor house, because we now have indoor options, best outdoor house, and most unique. Which, I don't know about you, but what differentiates the best overall from the most unique? Wouldn't that win? No. No, no. absolutely not. There's a different so criteria for example, for that. a racetrack isn't unique. A lot of people make racetracks, but somebody can have a super awesome racetrack. Does that make sense? Fair point. Okay, fair point. Yeah. Or Not someone boom. has an amazing forest. Or, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A forest isn't unique. There's You could just fucking grab a bunch of trees and put them down. Forest, done! But, like, that doesn't... Yeah. It doesn't do anything for anyone. You know what I mean? Okay. Now, for... I, I, the, the most unique I've seen uh, from my time is the is the one where they had a chessboard-themed... Um, like, basically, you climb through all these rocks, and then there was a seating area, and then down in the center was a PvP pit that was that was shaped and looked like a chessboard. It was really cool. I've never My seen bike. that. That That's sounds weird. awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'll try to see if I can find that video. It was really, really cool. I've heard like, people was, talk about it. I've never seen it myself. There's, like, whole, like, two different layers, and there's a whole bunch of people, like, up at the top. Like, there weren't anybody because he was just giving a tour of his house. But, like, there were seating areas, and then, like, you would go across bridges to go to, like, different seating areas and get a different view on the game. I, I would be intrigued to see how that person has improved it with the additional building blocks. But it was really cool because you would go through, like, this, like, long, like, rock tunnel, and you would, like, what the, uh, what am I what am I looking at? And then eventually there's, like, this grandeur just, like, <laughs> like it was really cool so they're saying right now for prizes they're still working on the prizes but okay, platinum yes. is going probably going to be the most straight answer they're going to give you they haven't worked on that part yet they're still working on that part obviously it's open to both dominion and exile they'll have judges for both dominion and exile if you won again if you're listening on the eu and you did win lifestyle lifestyles of nexus number one you mm-hmm. can still participate 
especially if you're in the same guild as everybody else. Basically, they're saying, look, everybody can enter. Obviously, judges can't enter the plots because that's favoritism. Uh, obviously, you have to be on EU. You have to be on Jabbit. So you cannot be on... Oh my God, what is the other EU server name? I don't know. I've wow. never been on it. I'm we don't North care America. about hold PvP on, servers. Carbine does not care no, no. about PvP servers. No, no. Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say America. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> there why, goes why our Why don't you guys EU. know what the other EU servers... Because America. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Raw America. Anyway. Raw America. Wrong game. Wrong game. <laughs> you forgot to mention something. You forgot to mention that. Uh, you, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, if you won last time, you can enter, but you can't use the same housing plot. You have to use a new uh-huh. housing plot. Which, Which makes me think that there has been previous events. Lumini. That's events. the other server. Because how would you win the event before this event if there wasn't an event before this event is my question. Because that doesn't make any kind of sense here. Yeah, anyway. Just why would you even say that? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, okay. It doesn't, okay. doesn't make any sense. Okay. So, uh, I would like, doesn't so, since this that's kind of the end of the news, would you agree? Yeah, it's pretty so, much all the interesting right, and noteworthy right. stuff this week in Wildstar. So, before we get into chit chat, I think I would like to, I think, I would like to announce something that, uh, which is, uh, the date has not been set, but uh, Carbine Sunshine, Didi, has uh, officially agreed to come on to STOS. Man, she's going to regret. I mean, oh, yay, awesome. What was that? That was me being excited. Yeah, we are we are still working on um, some logistical stuff. Um, trying to work. No, no, it, it legitimately is. It's it's yeah, that's happening. We're, yeah, we're, we're working on dates and we're working on when we may have to do a, a special um, weekday show or maybe we'll just record it and then we'll do the normal show and just play the video of it. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out and we'll, we'll let you guys know what's going on. But uh, sure. yeah, um, it, so with that, uh, anyone who is listening, uh, if you guys could send in your questions for her that you may have, we, we're going to be taking in all of our que- the questions from people uh, and, and now, filtering them. Not guaranteed that we're going to ask those, uh, yes. ask those questions. We should set some ground rules for this right now because obviously sure. we're going to be throwing in our own questions uh-huh. and we are curious about, about this. But let's keep the questions civil. Let's keep the questions interesting. Let's keep the questions open for discussion. Not when is this game going to go free to play? <laughs> I was waiting for so, you to tell me what wasn't civil. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, or, it's not even. You can submit whatever you want. You can submit any question in the world. And if we don't, doesn't mean we're going to take it. Yeah, we're, we're just not going to ask because we don't want to sound silly. Um, well, also, we and uh, we're more sure than that... willing to discuss questions and be like, hey, can we word this differently and then ask it or something like that? Um, but we so, want to I mean, have a legit that, yeah, discussion. That's, that's, that's but... how that'll work. Case remember, by case basis. So, Remember, she's uh, our community manager, not a PvP lead or anything like that. She's, sure. she's working with us, the community, you and us, and everyone else that visits the game. So, so yeah, so I mean, good questions. I think will be, you know, what, what, where did you come from before you came from Carbine? You know, what do you like working about most from Carbine? What don't you like about working at Carbine? What are things? That, I mean. I'll, Ask whatever you want. We're going to filter through them. Uh, and we're throwing if, our own as well. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're building our own list. Um, we're checking it twice. We're going to hey, find out. Um, if you have any questions, please send it to STOS. Let them send an email. Send it to STOS at QTimes.com. That's Q-U-E-U-E-T-I-M-E-S.com. QTimes.com. STOS at QTimes.com. You guys have about Is it STOS at QTimes.com? 
I think it. What is it? You're supposed to say your your email, your phone number three times for someone to like get it ingrained in their brain. It's an good thing. It's an audio podcast. So they can repeat it every as much as they want. I'm looking at a calendar right now. I'm honestly going to personally cut off question submissions on Saturday, April 4th. Okay. At least that should be an obvious one. As of this recording, as of when the audio podcast comes out, you'll have at least four to five days to go to your guilds, go to your friends that play or friends that are interested in playing and ask them, you know, hey, there's someone from the from the game coming in. We're going to talk to them. Is there anything you want to know? Why should we be playing? Why should we still be around? Uh, what do you eat for breakfast? <laughs> Those are actually questions that have already been asked to community. Do managers. you drink like Tony does to get through the day? <laughs> what is your favorite cigar? Do you have to drink heavily just to deal with Tony? <laughs> We write that oh, question down. Oh my god! Questions about Tony and just like make fun of him. <laughs> Is it bad if we all replace ourselves with puppets? Are you happy? No, I'm not going to say that. That's rude. I'm not going to say that. Uh. Uh-uh. Anyways, uh-uh. anyways. So she's, she's yes, got a, please got a send your questions in. We are more than happy to go. So on that note, uh, Doc, would you like to choose the chit chat conversation? Since I see it already coming through the chat in 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 uh, in Twitch. I don't want to talk about it. Because we just keep going over Because you over. have to poo? Is that why? Because it sounds like you have to poo. <sighs> okay. Okay, you have to poo? So here's a All question right. from chat. Here's a question that we that not just us, but the community keeps discussing. And uh, it's not... It's, we are not getting angry because it keeps being asked. It's just it's the way it's being asked. And it's the free-to-play question, and it's still a relevant question in this game. We've talked about it before. We'll talk about it probably right now. We will also probably talk about it in the future because it's not so much a question with Wildstar, but a question that a lot of subscription-based games are facing nowadays. And not just Wildstar. Yeah, just to reiterate, not just Wildstar. So the question is... What are your opinions? On should the game go free to play? Because currently it is not. Currently, Wildstar is one of the few subscription-based MMOs, especially Western-based MMOs, as of today, you know, March in 2015. Actually, I would like to because we've answered that question before many, many, many times. I would like to ask a slightly different questions. Yeah, I should go for different. it. I would like each of you to give a give two positives and two negative to each. Of the payment mo- uh, models. Okay, cool. Hmm, so that's the, interesting. The discussion it also here feels is... like homework, so I'm going to procrastinate. <laughs> oh, God, okay. Well, the, so then, you go last? Then to reiterate... That... No, no, no I, I'll go whenever you want. And, 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 for, and for people that are listening, too, you know, if you want to talk about it on QTimes.com, we'll talk about it on Twitter. What do you think are, what do you think are some of the pros and cons of the free-to-play model, and do you think it's or valid Or any payment model. Or any payment model. And it's, in this case, for Wildstar, do you think that these options are worth looking into because of this. Obviously, this is just us talking about it as fans and going around it and giving our opinions, which doesn't mean it's a fact or anything else. So for oh, me... Oh, no, it's 100% fact. Everything well, I say is fact. Speak <laughs> for yourself, Doc. Anyway, I'm going to uh, say... So, uh-huh, go ahead. Doc, would you like to go first? Oof, okay. They may not be the strongest, but this has always been my opinion on it. Okay, go. Uh, I always think a positive of the subscription model is the fact that you have consistent, you have consistency in your customer service and your content quality, typically and generally. Uh, yes, when they have times of heavy traffic, customer service does tend to lag. That's just the case with anything. 
But I believe when you're comparing a subscription-based model to a, uh, what's it called, to a free-to-play or uh, a non-subscription model, there tends to be more courteous customer service and more consistent customer service because they can pay for it. And on top of that, I believe a positive is actually the community itself. It's not to knock, it's not to knock or insult a free-to-play game community uh, because there are plenty of amazing ones. Guild Wars 2 has been even nominated for being some of the most amazing and awesome people in MMOs. Their community, I, I have only heard that, not played it, so I'm only going off of that. Uh, as for negatives of subscription, is that you're, it's, this is going to sound really kind of counterproductive, but I don't think it's as profitable as it used to be. Because okay. it becomes a, it becomes a niche a niche model a niche model for a niche genre which makes it even tougher. Yeah. Uh, you on on the plus it's side, it's not a niche genre necessarily, but a niche user base to people that are willing to pay for games. Yes, so unfortunately, eventually that player base will stagnate, regardless of the game or how long it's been out, or it'll decline. True, and then something needs to happen at that point. And the question is, is it too little, too late for something like that to happen? I honestly think that that is a con. It sounds like awesome because you're getting con- consistent revenue. At the same time, when everything else is changing around you, does that mean that you're, you are still valid? Okay. I don't know. That's me, though. That's, that's right. two, other, two opinions. All right. So that was your negatives for subscription, right? Yeah. Now, would you give your, a positive and a negative for uh, free-to-play? I'm sorry, buy-to-play. Buy-to-play, free-to-play? Yeah. Uh, buy-to-play, free-to-play, first off, obviously, one time only. And it's all purely optional. Everything you do in a free-to-play, buy-to-play game, you choose to do of your own volition. No one's mm-hmm. no one's strong-arming you on it. The game will always be there when you're ready for it. Uh, you are you can spend your resources elsewhere. Uh, I, um, I think a negative of that is, is that... It's not even the community. It's just that the game doesn't feel... Solid. It feels like the game is constantly running for the next cash cow grab. Uh, when is the next seasonal item coming in? Because that literally will change your production time for creating content. Uh, when is the next uh, cool aesthetic set coming in? Or the, because of it being a free to play bottom model, does that mean that the, mon- the what gets monetized stays the same? Or will that change every time new content comes out? Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, they might just say, oh, it's only going to be cosmetic items. But then they realize, okay, crap, we need to keep our staff on board. So we're going to have to actually start charging you for access to content or X and Y and Z and Y or whatever. I think that's something that f- it never feels like you're on a steady base with the buy-to-play, free-to-play system because you're at the whim of the developer. Although it's entirely optional, eventually... And this, we've seen this in other games, is that they start to limit your progression until you're almost forced to buy, to open it back up again. Okay. That's just my uh, opinion, though, when I see it. Sure, 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 sure. Some people Perfect. will say there's nothing wrong with free-to-play. Some people will say there's nothing wrong with subscription. But anyway. Krug, your turn. Okay, so I'm going to start with free-to-play. Uh, and I'm going to start with a reference to South Park. Have either of you seen the microtransaction episode of South Park? Yes. I think it was in the most recent season. I have not. So they gave some interesting statistics. Yes. Yes, audience. I am using South Park as a reference for a statistic. It's you know why? Because I'm dumb. Uh, they said something like like 2% of... Uh, Two percent of the income from games that use microtransactions as their source of income comes from. Wait, no, I said that wrong. Ninety-eight percent of their income 
comes from 2% of the users. Yes. Uh, so it's like it's you're not gunning for everyone. You're gunning for the people who you're gunning for really, whales. really want to spend money to do really, really well in whatever it is you're doing. So I and, – and that's – first of all, based off of information from South Park. Uh, second of all, um, based off of information from South Park. So it might be wrong. Um, but I, looking into like past things they've quoted, it seems that they do their research before they make claims like that. Everybody knows they're, it's a pretty political show. Uh, so that having been said, I think income is a benefit for free-to-play. I th- or not free-to-play, but like a microtransaction model that is free-to-play. It's, it's really counterintuitive, I think, but I think that the amount of income that can be made from a model like that is really sustainable, like really, really long-term. Whereas subscription isn't necessarily sustainable because if you're thinking, oh, I need to save money, what can I do? You think, I have a $15 recurring payment with this game, I can cancel that, and then you just cancel it. Whereas this kind of payment is kind of like spur of the moment, like, oh yeah, I want that click buy, done. And you don't really have the chance to think about, oh, is this going to affect my you know how much money i need for the end of the month kind of thing my bottom line uh so that's one positive for the company is sustained sustained income longer life for the game overall another obvious benefit for free to play is that it makes people happy if you're the two percent of people that really wants to put in the money to do really well and you don't have the time and you just want to pay to be the best you can pay to be the best and the people that don't want to pay to be the best get to play a fun game for free, assuming the game is fun, which I think Wildstar is fun. And I'm, I'm assuming we're doing all this from the perspective of Wildstar. Buy to play is kind of like the in-between version, I think. I don't think the payment model is sustainable long-term because obviously once a certain number of people have your game, you're out of audience. You're done. You don't get any more money. It, the money per person is very, very high, and the percentage of people that pay for the game is 100 so you, it's like a huge influx of money followed by like a trailing off and then eventually reaching really close to zero, I'd imagine. Well, so buy, I don't, to, buy to play models usually also have microtransactions with them. Sure. Yeah, they, they probably do. But I, I'm, I'm just talking like pure buy to play. You buy it, you, you play the game. Like uh, um, let's just exclude DLC and stuff. I'm going to count that as a microtransaction thing because it's I, I don't think if you're doing a play, buy to play game like that that – the buy-to-play portion is really on the developers' minds. I think they're making their money from the, the microtransaction portion. Sure. So I, I think it's a, a less sustainable option. I think it's um, uh, it, it's 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 it lacks uh, forethought. I think. Okay. And then you have the subscription model, which is I think kind of financially a combination of the best of both of those worlds it has the ability to be super long term way longer term than than uh than microtransactions because you get money from everybody always you're always getting money in but if people start to like get a feeling that they're the game isn't for them they drop they just cut their subscription and stop playing there's no reason for them. They can't justify it in their heads. It's a lot harder to get people to justify paying for your game. You have to be on your shit all the time. Mm-hmm. But I think, and, and again, speculation, I don't know these people's numbers. And it's, it's, even if I knew every game company's numbers, it would be hard to kind of draw a correlation between them. It, I think that it has the potential for the most income, but it's also the most difficult to maintain the user base with that level of, of with that kind of financial demand from them. Um, so buy to pay free to play and, and, uh, subscription, 
which one would I go for? Probably, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, it no, really I depends wanna... on the title. It really depends on the title. No, sure. like, I, I no, never, I never pay a sub- yeah. subscription for a game that doesn't let me interact with other people. That's just kind of like an arbitrary restriction that I have. I'd never do that, and I, I've never even seen a game that that offers a subscription based uh, payment method without some kind of interactivity involved with it. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, it really totally depends on the title as to which one would work and which one wouldn't work. I think. Now I don't cool. want to rush Indigo, but I know we're <laughs> over an hour time right now. So okay. Um, well, so my mine's actually going. To, I hope is going to be short. I'm sure. <laughs> Anyways, um, buckle in, folks. I guess I'm not going to go get a drink tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I'm going to put buy to play and free to play in the same boat, and I know that's a bad thing to get, do as someone that's trying to give a reason why one is better than the other. And the reason for that is um, I've I played. I've played subscription for for many years i've played buy to play games for many years and i played free to play games for for many years and um i think they're completely different creatures and the environment with them are very very different so um the most famous free to play game that i played uh, for a long time which was neverwinter nights online uh which i really loved it was free downloaded it for free i played it i got pretty far into it but after a while it became very very grindy very very grindy and i had to do a lot of work just to get to the next thing i i know i know my fiance loves it or at least she did love it but the thing with it is that when it's free to play or even if i and i have paid money to to have microtransactions with the game uh, in neverwinter uh, i don't have that personal connection like i don't have that connection like it, uh, well i spent three bucks on it no big deal you know i'm done playing it uh and then as for buy to play games i've played guild wars i've played guild wars 2 um i i i can't stand the microtransaction the forced micro transactions hey you got this awesome chest you need a a special key to open this awesome chest yeah. that's going to have great things do you want to buy it it only costs four gems and you're like four gems how do i get gems and you click on gems it's like only 4.99 per gem and you're like no 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 it's not even 4.99 per gem it's like this thing costs four gems to open Click here to buy five gems for eight dollars, and you're like, "Oh, now I have a leftover I have, gem." Yeah, I may I as well on... buy multiple of four so I can not have any gems left. I mean, technically, I'll have to buy four so packages of gems, so I don't know if it's yeah. zero at the end of it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I hate that crap. It's smart for them to do that, yeah, for sure. But I hate it so much. It bothers me. Oh, it gets to my core. So. TV-tubies. Um, the, the, the negative to those trans, so the negative in my opinion for buy to play and free to play is I don't like the forced micro transactions, the, the items in which I have to delete on on a regular basis or, or the, 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 the shop that pops up every single time I come on. Hey, don't forget that we also sell this. Oh, you should buy this or this really cool skin that we have. You could buy, I was like, no, just go away just 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 go away like i don't i don't like dealing with that the positives to that and i you're gonna probably say that's not a positive well we've been uh, quiet for everybody else so we're trying to be quiet for you too uh the positive for it is that uh i can drop the game at any time i have no connection to the game i I would agree that's a positive and i have 
whatever. I stopped playing Neverwinter Nights. Whatever. If I want to hop on, great. If I don't, eh, whatever. I, sure. I, no one that I have linked with in the game because I have had no urge to be a part of the community in those games. Just haven't. There's no guilds. There's nothing. They exist, and there are people out there that hold them. But I have no. I have no. I have no feeling towards it. Sure. So uh, as for a negative for uh, freedom, or, I'm sorry, um, subscription based is that it puts a unnecessary gate for a large group of, com- of, of people. Yes. So there are people that are younger uh, that are don't have jobs, maybe, and um, their parents bought them the game or, um, you know, people that has start, maybe started with a job and then don't have a job or, you know, have a job but have a kid now and they don't want to have the additional money. There's a ton of different reasons why someone may join a game and then have to leave it because of that the negative is there's a gate there that is holding people back from joining it's going to happen with subscription based and it sucks but that's my negative for it the positive to that is that um i have a hundred percent i have access to a hundred percent of the game uh, and you don't have that with free to play or buy to play. I have one hundred percent access to absolutely everything. There is not a single thing that is behind another gate, you know. Cause Except for the attunement gate and the raid. No, but that's based off of my my willingness to do something. It's not based off of a monetary gate, you know. So for Sotor, you can pay X amount of money, uh, and or you can go into the game and you bought. The- game and then you can turn around and buy microtransactions for better outfits better whatever oh and oh if you want to do a raid that's great you can do a raid but if you want to do two raids within a week you have to pay an additional fee to do more than one raid so you have monetary boundaries behind content in a lot of buy to play and free to play um, models which i really don't like um and so being having access uh to 100 of the content great so that's like a deal breaker for you, basically. Having a, you need to have access to everything. Yeah, it really is. It's the worst thing. I really don't like. It. I, mind you, I am aware that I'm spending a hundred and eighty dollars a year to play WildStar. I know that. I'm aware of that. Um, but I'm not having to nickel and dime myself. <laughs> You're doing the calculations right now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> So that's so there you go. I, I don't need to go any further. I think you guys get the idea of what I'm saying. But um, that's my positive and negative. Uh, and of course, if you dollars, if you couldn't tell, I am definitely for subscription. Well, on that note, we're gonna drop the discussion onto you guys who listen to the podcast, who yes. listen to the live stream. Go onto Twitter. Uh, watch reply the back, YouTube watch the YouTube video reply there watch uh, watch it on qtimes.com let us know what your positives and negatives of both experiences are and maybe you'll see whether you believe firmly believe not just for a knee-jerk reaction that this game should go by to play or a game should go by to play free to play but yeah. Actually, why don't we do this? I want – if you are watching this or listening to this, um, I want you to go take a second away from your day and tell us why you like your subscription or you like your buy-to-play or your free-to-play. Just give us one reason why. I don't want you to tell us negatives. Negatives, we keep, keep yeah, the internet. Let's, let's keep the let's, positive. Let's just <laughs> keep tell, us, positive. tell us why you like one subscription method or another. Yeah. And not not to knock on another game. Just keep it as to why you prefer that model. But obviously, you can find us at Strange Tales on Twitter, at Space Q Times on Twitter, at DocUT on Twitter, at Indigo Jones QT on Twitter. You can find us all posting articles often as we can on QTimes.com. 
That's the... Q-U-E-T-I-M-E-S.com. Sorry, go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying a nice, more concise ending for the podcast now, so we're not we constantly going through it. Out, it. So I'm going to keep doing it. But as always, for episode 38 of Strange Tales from Outer Space, I have Indigo. Good night, guys. I have Krug. Still not wearing pants. And I am Doc. You guys all have a good time. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.